Thank you for joining in tonight. We do appreciate you coming and uh, subscribing to our podcast, downloading our podcast, listening to our podcast. And tonight I have something just a little different than what I usually have on a midweek Bible study. As we consider and think about um, different things as I was studying for from Philippians uh, to continue our, our midweek Bible study through Philippians and Colossians, um, I just got something weighing really heavy on my heart tonight. Uh, I've been watching uh, probably more all, probably more involved than normal the news, and I think right now probably rightfully so. There's so much happening and so much going on, and it's hard not to get pulled into the things that are going on in the world, especially the things that are going on in our country. And I believe this week, especially this week and a lot of last week, we've seen probably one of the lowest points that I I remember seeing in my lifetime. One of the biggest events of our American history that sticks out to me that I have witnessed, I have seen, was 9-11. And I think about the towers falling, and I think about being in the first grade when that happened, and I think about what, how people were and the things the news was saying and how unified and united people were about something that was wrong that happened. People were united that a foreign power, someone from somewhere else, had swooped in and done something to kill thousands of American citizens. And I think about the magnitude of what happened near 9-11. I think about the magnitude of what happened to all those that died and all those that passed away during those events. And it's so unfortunate. It's so sad to think about American lives being lost But we could see this enemy. We could point this enemy out and we could say there is a terrorist organization from the other side of the world that hates Christians, that hate God, and they hate everything the United States of America stands for. We could point that enemy out and we could put boots on the ground on the other side of the world fighting that that terror cell that was birthed out of Muslim, uh, out of the the Muslim uh, cult. And we knew who the bad guys were. We could identify them. And we could retaliate against them. It's hard to understand and what we're seeing right now is we have so many bad people in bad places across the country in, in perfect positions to do wrong right now. We've had this huge virus that's been going on for a couple months and here we are thought we were finally coming down from that, coming out of that, getting away, getting past that. And something bad happens. Not unlike not unlike 9/11, but it is in a such a a larger scale we look at what this this officer did, took this life of this man. Now not to get deep into that, but Man was had been accused of doing something wrong. He had been arrested, but he didn't deserve to die. And I think our country, back to 9-11, 
Everyone was in agreement of this was wrong. We need to investigate this. And if this guy truly, intently, carelessly killed this innocent man, then he should be persecuted, prosecuted and he should uh, face, um, face his, his penalty at the full extent of the law. And everybody was in one mind. Everybody was in one accord. And here we are now. We're in this position where people were kind of tricked into what's happening currently. I have no, there's nothing against people that protest. I, I think that as citizens, we have a right to protest. But there are forces and, and puppets that are in positions that are hard to see. It's hard to point out this enemy that's doing what we're seeing right now. Our country's in shambles. Things are burning down. This, this country is seeing something that is unprecedented in, in, in our times. We face this huge pandemic, and here we are. Now we have rioting in the streets every night. Innocent people are being murdered. Innocent people are being killed. There is an attack on the police. There is an attack on the church. There is an attack on our country. There is an attack on our uh, president. There is an attack on uh, normal people. Anybody, anyone, it's, it's, it's mass chaos. And it is hard to understand well, the motivations of people. It's hard to know what people are thinking when they do these kind of things, such as burning down an innocent person's business. That makes absolutely no sense. It's, it's chaos. It's anarchy. It's this, this mindset that someone can do that. Blow, it just blows me away to think that all of us that are, on, that are here and born in the United States of America, we are born into a free country, and we have wonderful, wonderful opportunities to do right, to live right, to live peacefully. And unfortunately, the story, this American story, does not always end that way for some people. Some people die at the hands of, of, of bad cops, but some people die in gang violence. Some people die driving down the road. Some people die uh, just getting out and walking outside their house one morning, have a heart attack and fall over and die. Sometimes the end is not always the same for Americans, but at least when we're born, we're born free. We have an opportunity for peace. We have an opportunity for peace happiness. We have an opportunity to raise kids that can be educated and can live a life that is different than generations before. And here we are in this situation, in this position where everybody's been stuck at home for months on end. Things look like they were fixing to start getting normal again. And unfortunately, someone dies. But unfortunately, at the same time, that person's death is used as a tool to be able to cause chaos and panic. It's ungodly. It's, it's disgusting, the things that are happening. Heard the story of uh, a 77-year-old man, retired police officer, helping his friend guard his business. He was shot dead like an animal. And he was a black man. It's not about uh, racism. It's not about anything of that nature. It's, it is People are looking for any reason to go crazy, to go insane, to burn uh, our country down, to destroy what we have. And unlike days gone by, 9-11 and 
uh, Pearl Harbor, it's hard to put a finger on exactly uh, the people doing it because they're enabled to wear a mask as they're out and about because it's the social norm of our day. But you find a position in Psalm 33 where you find some very wise counsel. Here and it says, The Lord, in verse number 10 of Psalms 33, The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looketh from heaven. He beholdeth all the sons of men. From the place of his habitation, he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioneth their hearts alike. He considereth all their works. I was thinking about this and studying this and thinking about what's going on in our country today. We have every reason to fight for our right to stay free. We have every reason to, to give um, our all to try to pursue that freedom that we're offered. And it is a freedom that I believe is God given to our forefathers. And America has not always been uh, the, the most beautiful situation, but we are working to get better day in and day out. Honest people are trying to be better. They're trying to treat people better. They're trying to do better. And Christian people are trying to to further the kingdom of God. They're trying to reach out to people who are uh, you know, less fortunate. They're trying to do more in their pursuit. They're trying to be more in their pursuit. And here we are today, and we are further divided than I've ever seen. We're further divided than many have seen in many, many years. We are further divided by chaos and riots in the street, and we're further divided in something such as, uh, as misjustice and, and something such as a crime can be overlooked by the, the just the insane actions of these people who uh, obviously don't care about our country. They obviously don't care about peace and harmony. They certainly don't care about law and order. And here in Psalm 33, he says that the nation, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. I'm afraid that is where our issue lies in our country today. I'm afraid that because the, the masses of people don't regard church, they don't regard God, they don't re regard his word, they don't regard truth. They don't look at anything and separate themselves from the world. They just indulge themselves in whatever pleasure, whatever sin, whatever thing comes up in front of them. They'll follow after it. They chase after it. You've got people that want to chase money. You've got people that want to chase fame. You've got people that, that, that want to, uh, to cause division and cause problems in our country, and they they chase after these things that they want. You have uh, injustice at the hands of uh, in, in abortion clinics, and you have injustice uh, even in the church in some cases. You have injustice with people who do not treat other people right. You have Christians that have fallen away and don't act like Christians. They don't pray like Christians. They don't read God's word like a Christian should. And they live lives that are separated, uh, not from the world, but separated from God, indulged in the world. So I believe that it's probably uh, all right to say that this nation, in this nation right now, I'd say it's probably a little bit hard to say that our nation's God, that, our, that the God of our nation is the Lord of heaven. 
I believe that the God of this nation right now is, is man. This God of this nation now is little G God. It's me, it's you, it's those out there that, that, are, that are in power and doing certain things and, and calling the shots and, and it's people in their pursuit of whatever it is they're trying to achieve and whatever it is they're trying to obtain. That's why we are having a hard time to be blessed. There's been a great turning away. We've been able to find unity in the past. And that's what blows my mind about this situation. Is this all got started and George Floyd was killed. And I don't know one person that looked and said, yeah, I'm glad that happened to him. Everybody said, hey, I usually, normal people think, say, well, I, I give you know police officers the benefit of the doubt. But in this situation, it, it definitely looked odd. It looked, uh, you know, a little bit kind of like, uh, I guess, a situation that shouldn't have happened. So let's investigate this. Let's look a little deeper into it. But oh no, the, the divisiveness and the, 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 the divisiveness of certain people, the devices, devices of Satan have moved in and caused chaos across our land. It goes on and it says in verse 13, this is a concerning thing. Blessed is the nation whose God, whose God is the Lord. And then in verse 13 it says, The Lord looketh from heaven, he beholdeth all the sons of men. I'll tell you what, God's judgment is not racial. God's judgment is not biased. God's judgment does not play favoritism. He plays... He watches all the sons of men. That's black, that's white, that's yellow, that's green, that's blue, whatever color you may be. God is watching how we are handling this situ situation and how we are reacting to this situation. The riots and the chaos and the things happening and things going on, God is watching Christians how you react. To say, well... Just because this one police officer did this, all police officers are bad. That's ignorance. Well, this black man does this. All black men are bad. This white person does this. All white people are bad. No, God looks upon all of the sons of men. He takes count and he accounts for all that we do, regardless of color, regardless of ethnicity. The position we are in in our country right now is not a matter of black or white. It's not a matter of police or civilian. It's not a matter of Republican or Democrat. We are in a position of the just and the unjust. We are in a position of the saved and the lost. And God is watching how we are reacting. Verse 14 says, From the place of his habitation he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth, he fashioneth their hearts alike. He considereth all their works. He cares what we do. He cares how we act. He cares how we think. He cares how we treat people. These people out here that can kill without remorse. These people out here that can steal without remorse. God knows Many of them, if any of them, are most likely not saved. They're most likely not his children out here acting like this. But child of God, you and I, 
those that are part of his fold, those that are a part of his family, those that are saved, part of his flock, we are his children. And he is watching. Not only, yes, he sees the looters, he sees the rioters, he sees these people that are burning things down and stealing stuff and killing people. He sees that stuff. But he sees what we do. My prayer for America is that we can turn back to him. Is that we can say, Lord, I want you to be the God of this nation. So that's a hard thing to do. It's a hard, uh, it's, it's hard unity to question. That's hard unity to ask for. But God can do it. Maybe, all right, well, God, be the, be the Lord once again of my community. Let's try starting there. That's where this whole thing fell apart to begin with. Is unfortunately communities and churches have, in many cases, set to the wayside and only welcomed and loved on their kind, their type, what they look like, what they sound like, what Bible they uh, do or what they, how they sing or how they do this or how they do that. I believe we should have standards, but I believe that we should be accepting of people because if we're not accepting of people, how can we accept, expect them to ever change? God, be the Lord once again of my nation. Lord, be the, the God once again of my church. Lord, be the God once again of my community. And then the church. Maybe, it, maybe you can't unite the entire community, but if you can unite your church, maybe we can see these things change. Well, that's not working. The nation's not united. The community's not united. The church is not united. Lord, I want to make you the Lord, the God, and the King of my home. Say, so, well, that's not working either. First off, before any of that can ever be achieved, Lord, I want you to be the God, the King of me. I want you to lead me. I want you to guide me. I want you to protect me. I want you to show me. I want you to take me where you want me to go. And I believe if we can settle in our hearts, Lord, I want you to be the Lord and the God of me that I can affect my home and the change in my home can affect my church and the change in my church can affect my community and the change in my community can affect our nation and the change in our nation can affect the world. Because he is looking, he is watching, and he, del- he tells us that if he is the king, if he is the Lord, if he is the God of our nation, we will have success, we will be blessed, we will be happy. And he considereth all their works. He's watching what we're doing. He's watching how we're reacting. I tell you what, it's hard not to get down and out with this kind of mess happening. The coronavirus situation was unfortunate. There's a lot of people that did lose their lives, did pass away, did die, still are dying. And it was unfortunate, it was sad. But it's easy to say, well, these people didn't choose for that to happen. These business owners that have their businesses that they've worked for that are burned to the ground, 
that are in shambles, shambles and are smoking today. They didn't choose for that to happen to them. I believe the man's name was David Dorn, I believe is what his name was. 77-year-old. 77-year-old retired police officer was killed while guarding a friend's store. 77 years old. Retired, and he had more heart and spirit than a lot of Americans would today. And he died to protect what he worked for, what his friend worked for, what he loved. There's wrongdoing burning somebody's business down. There's wrongdoing killing an innocent person. There's a lot of people that have been hurt, a lot of officers hurt, people bringing their kids to these events, these riots, and the kids getting injured and getting hurt. It's a hard time not to be down and depressed. But I still believe in America. I still believe in what it stands for. I was raised where you didn't really like the government, but you love your country. You didn't really care for all the laws out there, but you abide by the laws because the laws are what allow liberty and the laws are what open the door for justice. You respect the police officers. And yeah, there's some out there that are bad apples and they do wrong, but to say that they're all bad, that's just ignorant. I grew up in a mindset that God was in everything we did as Americans, that there was no one like us. I think in times that that's true, and I still believe that. I believe that God is still invested in America. God still wants his people to have peace and happiness. The Catholic Church chased us from the other side of the world all the way here. So we could have freedom and we could have peace to worship as we would intend. We've got something we can't let go. And I want to settle in my heart. Lord, I want you to be the God of my home. I want you to be the God of my community. I want you to be the God of my nation. Lord, it's hard to get through these situations and see what's happening and deal with them and understand what people's motivations are. But we know that God loves America because he loves us. And I believe he wants to see us succeed here. We're so blessed in all that we have. Don't get me wrong, there's been times where Different races have been treated bad here. My goodness, that's been proven time and time again. But to destroy all the work we've done to try to be better, we've got Asian Americans and black Americans and poor white Americans only businesses only to be burned down. We've got people working 40 years on a job as a police officer to be killed at the end of their days. We've got officers on the street today that don't deserve to be out there 
getting cussed at and have things thrown at them. They don't deserve that. We've got innocent civilians being pulled from their cars, being beaten in front of their businesses. It looks like a hopeless time. But I'm thankful that my hope doesn't only lie in what I'm promised as an American. My hope doesn't only lie on what I can provide for myself, but my hope relies on Jesus alone. And that no matter what may happen, I can have peace and I can have happiness wherever I may live. America is worth fighting for. America is worth keeping. There's too many people that have given their lives and died for our country to just let it waste away like what it's doing right now. You'll find a lot of this is politically motivated. There are people out there that are too proud to stop this mess. And that's a shame. I want to be encouraging. I want to be happy, but I'm just being real with you. If we can't make God the Lord of our nation once again, we may lose it altogether. We've got to settle in our hearts. Lord, you're the king. You're the creator. Before this flag ever existed and flew above our heads, you knew us. And you opened the door for our forefathers to live peacefully and live happy in a free country. And God, we need you to bring that back again. Hope for our nation is God. You say, well, this is just an isolated incident. It'll go away. There are so many situations like this that have happened that have went away that people do just forget about. But I'm telling you, it's hard to forget about these kind of things happening in America, a free country. I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask God to help us. Pray with me. Pray for our nation. Pray for our officers that are out there that are having to deal with this mess. Pray for our business owners and our civilians that live in these cities that are affected by this. I couldn't imagine living in an apartment on one of these main streets with this going on. Pray for our leaders. Pray for our leaders that have taken action, that have stood up for truth and stood up for right, stood up for justice. Pray for them, that that God might allow them to continue in their positions, that they might help us obtain a future for our children and grandchildren that are coming. Pray for the leaders that don't have a backbone, that won't stand up, won't try to fix this situation because they're too proud. Pray for the communities that are losing loved ones, losing children, losing fathers to violence. And pray for these people that are committing these acts that they might see the error of their ways. I'm going to pray. We'll be dismissed. We'll be done. I love you all. I know this isn't the most encouraging message or encouraging thought, but the hope for America is God. And the only way we're going to obtain that unity that we seek 
is to pray that God will move in these situations that we've just talked about. Let us pray. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this time we've had together in your word. Lord, our country is so divided right now. There's so much going on. Lord, it overshadows sometimes even the happiest of days, the types of things that are happening. I didn't grow up in this America. This America is just so different than what I've ever seen. Lord, I pray for my nation. Pray for my country, Lord. I pray for the people that live within it. Pray for honest, good people that we would be strengthened in this situation. Pray for your children, God, for your churches, that they would be strengthened in this situation. Lord, I pray for the, the, the kids that are watching this. This is the America they're growing up in. This is the America that they are seeing. Lord, we do pray for our elected officials. God, there's some of them that I believe are trying to do right, some of them that are trying to cause trouble. Lord, we just pray for them all in different ways, that you'd give strength to the ones that are trying to do right, and I pray, God, that you would convict the ones that wouldn't to where they couldn't sleep at night. Lord, we pray for all these innocent people out there that are dying. God, those that are being murdered in the streets and beaten and hurt. We pray for those that just want peace and want happiness in an America that we all can be happy in and love. Lord, we pray for our churches. I pray that we wouldn't fall into this snare that I believe the devil's trying to set up to get us, to keep us from seeing what's truly going on. Pray, God, that you would help the American people. Pray, God, that you would help them to focus upon truth, upon righteousness. Lord, I pray that you'd help them at the polls. Honest people handle these things, thankfully, in a democracy by being able to vote. But God, we feel so defenseless right now. God, we feel so defenseless. We feel that, Lord, there's nothing that we can do at this moment. Very helpless. God, I want you to revive us again. We pray for even these people that are causing this chaos in our country. We pray for this division. It's not racism. It is not racism. It's not uh, whatever these other big words they're trying to attach to this is. It's not, it, it's not whatever people say it is besides sin. That's the division in our country is sin. Lord, and I just pray it doesn't break us in two. I pray for our people tonight. Lord, there's so many places that are about to face something that they don't want to see. I pray for those people. Lord, we love you and we thank you, God. You've brought so many people through so many worse situations. God, we just pray that you would help bring us through. We love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.